You're now listening to the Co-op Podcast on thecoalition.com. Good evening, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 281 of the Co-op Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Billy Jr., and today I'm joined by Mr. Gary A. Swaby. How's it going, Gary? It's going very good, thanks. Um, good to be back for another show. I'm excited for these topics. I have a lot to say on each, so let's get to it. I'm liking this, uh, this new revamped Co-op Podcast that we're doing, so... Let's get to it. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And uh, we're also joined by Mr. Edward Velasquez. How's it going, Edward? Yo, what's up? <laughs> All right. So uh, we do have a couple of things we're going to get into. This is going to be a very fun show because we have a lot of different topics we're going to be discussing. And it's not all necessarily about gaming, but don't worry. We do have a lot to talk about with gaming as well. So uh, before I get into that, we're going to let you all know what we have been playing and what we have been up to. So I'm going to go to you first, Edward. How about you let us know what you've been playing and what you've been up to? Uh, honestly, the only thing I played this week was Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> uh, I was completing the epilogues. Um, great game. Y'all should check out our spoiler cast for Red Dead Redemption 2. We literally just recorded it. So, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I will also co-sign that uh, I definitely will check that out, you know, and it is a show that everybody should check out. Uh, I heard the tail end of it, and that was enough to make me want to finish the game. So I think y'all both did an excellent job. I'm going to give you a uh, round of applause. Yes. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, and, and that will be out uh, very soon for our Patreon people, and, you know, everyone else will get it uh, later, like maybe a week or two later. Well, probably a week later. But uh, our Patreon people should get that, you know, uh, sometime this weekend. So look out for it. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, Gary, how about you? What have you been playing and what have you been up to? Um, I didn't get the chance to play a lot this week. Unfortunately, it was a kind of busy week for me. Uh, but of course, we know I've been playing Overwatch, Um you know, here and there, and I, I did play some Skyrim as well, just because, uh, you know, it's a game I'm familiar with, and um, I was I was listening to a podcast that I really wanted to listen to, and sometimes uh, to really take in information, I like to be doing something as I'm listening, and, you know, Skyrim is a familiar game, so I just played some Skyrim, you know, while I was listening to a podcast, um, and that's pretty much it, I didn't play anything else unfortunately it sounds good it sounds good so you haven't been up to anything else then aside from gaming um just work and you know like ed said we we did this red dead discussion um yeah uh, that's that's really it you know i, I live a boring life now so <laughs> <That's really it. clears throat> okay all right 
I, I totally understand that. You know, we're a lot, we're a lot older, so people think that we don't have a life anymore. I guess I I, I don't know, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so as for me, what I have been playing, uh, there are two games that I spent a lot of time with this week. Um, first and foremost, uh, I have had a chance to play Ace Combat 7, and I will have a review for that, I want to say, sometime this weekend, but it may end up being on Monday because I'm working on a ton of different things. But Ace Combat 7, this is basically a combat simulator game. So if you like these games where you're flying in a jet, you're shooting down enemies uh, in a lot of dogfights and stuff like that, you might enjoy the game. I mean, what I find interesting about the game is um, it does have a... Um, there is a PlayStation VR mode that you can try. Uh, I, I'm going to say this right now. If you are not someone that is used to playing games on PlayStation VR, I would not recommend that you play this game right out the gates. Because, man, the minute you put on that headset, and if you decide to change the view of the actual gameplay where you're playing in first-person view... Man, all the herky, the you know, herky jerky mo head movements and stuff like that, you will get sick very easily if you decide to go in and play it that way. Um, but for what it's worth, it it is a fun game. You know, I, I don't really play too many combat simulator games, um, air combat anyway. But uh, it, it's, I mean, it's pretty it's a pretty fun game. You have objectives. There are about twenty missions in the campaign that uh, you have to play through. Is telling a story of a war that is brewing between two different factions, um, and it's also telling another story that it, that it, it, you know interlays with that story. So, I have to say it is interesting. You know, I, I did get a chance to play Ace Combat Six a while back, uh, and that was a long time ago because that game came out that had it that had to came out at least I have to say maybe six or seven years ago. But um, this game is pretty fun. I'm not going to say it's a game for everybody because it just it, it's it's a, you have to be in the mindset to play those types of games. But uh, I, I could say that I wasn't really planning to play Ace Combat Seven, but um, I have to give a shout out to Namco Bandai for sending me the game. So I, I definitely am enjoying it, and uh, I will have a lot more to say about it very soon. So stay tuned for the review um, within the next couple of days. Um, in addition to playing that. I also finally jumped back in, jumped jumped back into The Walking Dead, the final season. Uh, I just finished episode two the other day, and I'm actually uh, starting episode three, which I will be playing tonight after we finish recording this show. Um, I just want to say this right now. Uh, <clears throat> you know, when I started playing episode two, because I finished episode one a long time ago because that came out back in August. And then they had episode two, which dropped in September. And then it was around that time where we heard the Telltale was going to be shut down. Uh, you know, they're pretty much done or over with right now as a company. And there was a lot of questions lingering as to what was going to happen with the series. And then, of course, Skybound Games came in and took over. And they just released episode three this past Tuesday. Episode four, which is the final episode is coming out sometime in March. But I just want to say, uh, jumping back into this game, um, it's just, you know, I feel a lot of different emotions about the game because 
just playing it, you know, it was it, it, it brings me back to when I first played the original Walking Dead. And then the fact that I thought Telltale did such an excellent job with this game. And then the fact that they've had all these other games they were working on, like the Batman game was, was okay. I still think that the Borderlands game, that is possibly the best uh, game that they've ever made. But Walking Dead is up there also. So just playing through this game, knowing that the story is coming to an end, it, it it does make you feel very sad. And then when you see uh, how they handle a lot, a lot of the characters in this particular chapter, because I just finished chapter two, again, it's a lot of things that happen in that chapter where it's like uh, very chaotic. You know, uh, one thing that I do think is interesting, and I'm not going to say any spoilers, even though everybody would know this if they played episode two. I like the fact that they did bring back another character that has been missing from the series for quite a while. Um, I'm not going to tell you which character because it kind of spoils a lot of things that happen moving forward with episode three. But um, I was curious what happened to that character after what happened after all that that character went through the first season. So glad to see that this person has returned. I don't know if they're going to have Lee return at any other point. Um, because they keep talking about Lee once again in, in this particular episode. But um, I have to say, from what i played so far, I'm still enjoying the game. But, I mean, again, when you know that it's coming to an end and that Telltale is not going to make any other games, it definitely leaves you with a very sad feeling because uh, I thought they were onto something with Walking Dead. But, unfortunately, however, they they all the financial issues they had with, with the CEO issues and changes... It's just unfortunate that it came to this because um, I really think that they could have done more aside from Walking Dead. I want to see them create their own IP, their own property without having to get all these other licenses. And unfortunately, we will never see that. So it is a bad feeling. But um, for what it's worth, Walking Dead, it, it's, it's, it's still good so far, in my opinion. So I'm very curious to see what happens in episode three. And I will for sure talk about that next week. Uh, and there will be a, re a review for that as well. So stay tuned for that because uh, all this stuff will be dropping within the next couple of days. Fair enough. And um, as for The Walking Dead, um, you know, since I, I never bought uh, this series, I mean, this uh, season initially, I'm going to wait until all episodes are out and then I'll probably buy it then just to make sure that they do come out and that it is finished. <laughs> well i understand that um i i do want to say um if somebody was to ask me is this the best season of the walking dead i don't think i could say that i mean i thought that season two was great i still think season one is hard to top season one because of the fact that you had a character like lee who just unfortunately was the main character but did not survive to the end of the game and i thought that that was a very interesting way for them to, to take that and then also take everything that he learned and the fact that he taught it to Clementine and now it basically comes back around full circle where she is now trying to teach this stuff to AJ. Uh, however, don't really know how that's going to end with Clementine um, because they have a lot of different things going on in that second episode where you, it may think you may, may it makes you think things could end grim for her or AJ, but I have no idea which direction they're going to go with that. But um, I will say it is a good season. I don't know if I can say it is the best season because I still think it's hard for them to top season one. But it is definitely still worth playing 
And yeah, you should wait until it's cheaper if, if you don't want to pick it up now. Um, because there is, believe me, there's enough to, to finish playing already. So I wouldn't tell anybody to make time for this. Definitely pick it up later if you don't have the time to play it now. That, that's, that's what I would say. But uh, that pretty much concludes uh, what we have been playing for this week, what we've been up to. I haven't been up to much myself. Just uh, been uh, went on a couple of different job interviews. So I may have some more positive news to share in the future. But uh, right now, just taking it easy. The year's just started, getting things kicked off. So very much looking forward to what what's in store for for us in 2019 and beyond. Good so. luck. Good luck with the interviews, man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. As I said, that concludes what we've been playing, what we've been up to. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump right into some of these topics. Uh, and this first topic is uh, by far going to be a very fun and interesting conversation because I'm pretty sure all three of us had a chance to see this interview and we all have thoughts about this particular uh, rapper, which uh, I would say right now is um, without a doubt, you know, my uh, favorite rapper of 2019 already. And that is Soldier Boy, you know. So obviously, you know, we know about the controversy with him in the consoles. We'll get into that as well. But he actually had an interview on The Breakfast Club uh, a couple of days ago. He basically used it as a platform to talk about a lot of things that people didn't, I didn't even know he had an opinion on. You know, certain rappers he has beef with, or he says copied him, so on and so forth. So that was interesting. And then, of course, they asked him the question about the gaming consoles. He was saying, oh, well, he can't talk about any of that stuff legally based on what his lawyer had to say. Um, I do think that... uh, he kept mentioning in that interview, which I found interesting, is that he said, oh, they, they had so many orders that it was just so much. The demand was so high. And I'm thinking to myself, well, who the hell was, is ordering the, the, this console? I, I I was surprised to hear that. But then again, I have to also question whether or not he was sincere when he said they had all those orders. So um, I guess you wanted to pose the question, Gary, is uh, is Soldier Boy an embarrassment to minorities in the gaming industry? Mm-hmm. So... I'm going to go to you first and, and ask you that question because, uh, yeah, you, yeah. You, you're the one who posed it. Soldier Boy, tell him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he told him. But, um, yeah, so the reason this question comes to play for me personally, like, now I've been, because, you know, when I'm uh, commuting to and from work or, you know, during the, the dead moments at work and stuff like that, I'm listening to content, so I'm I'm listening to the Breakfast Club interview. I'm listening to him on Everyday Struggle, and then I'm also listening to uh, YouTubers react to Soldier Boy, and you know different. Uh, there's been a few different YouTube channels I've been listening to to see what they're saying about you know not just Soldier Boy but different gaming issues and uh, news stories and stuff like that. So I've been listening to a lot of content this week, and it's like. I you know I I don't I don't like that race is attached to this issue like to this story but it it is and um Soldier Boy is like now of course he's 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 insane like we know that he's he's an idiot like in this case because we know that he's selling a counterfeit product he shouldn't be selling this he he doesn't have the licenses to sell Nintendo and Sega games 
on these devices we know that he's just selling bootlegs from china and putting his name on it like we know this um but you know his i guess his fans and um these these people who have ordered the console they don't know any better and they just assume that you know it's it's an official product from soldier boy and he's done the back-end business and that the product is legit and everything so there's people out there who legit think this is real you know and that they're, they're ordering it um so you know he he when, whenever he's questioned by people who have insider knowledge like we do about how the business works and everything whenever he's questioned he brings up the point he brings up the fact that he's black all the time like he says they they don't want to see a black man getting money and all this stuff um and to a degree i understand that i understand why he's saying that and there is some level of truth to that statement in in different contexts but in this context though it's a bit different because he is blatantly ripping off you know these companies and they have the right to sue him so he's he's a scam artist basically and he's openly being a scam artist he's openly lying um there was a case in there was a point in that interview where he showed charlemagne his phone and he said read out how much money i made off of it and you know charlemagne reads the number and then a second later he said but this is a google image so like it wasn't real basically like he's just a scam artist and he's been lying across all these interviews and um he you know he got into he he actually did get into trouble with nintendo they tried to sue him and he had to take down the first line of consoles that he brought out back in december and now he's basically just brought out a new one and the new one is basically the the psp knockoff um it's designed like a psp or vita whatever and you know it has 800 games or whatever so the reason you know i bring up this question is he you know um an embarrassment to minorities it's like because now the issue of race is coming up because of him because he's using you know that he he's he's saying that statement oh they don't want to see a black man getting money so now i'm seeing all these different gaming youtubers react to that statement and i don't like seeing stuff like that like because i don't like you know it, it's it just makes things look a certain way especially as you know um black people minorities trying to be successful in the industry and now we're being defined by that you know specific thing like i just don't like that um so it's it's kind of a bad look and i also want to bring out one other thing before i get ed's take on this um (laughs) shouts to gaming illuminati again like uh i listen to a lot of their content so shouts to them and you know i remember uh ethos said that he actually wanted to contact soldier boy because he believes that soldier boys uh his intentions are true and honest and you know that he uh he he just needs some consulting basically on what's right and what's wrong and what's the right model to follow and you know he actually legit wanted to be a consultant to him and to help guide him and steer him in the right direction of what he should be doing uh but soldier boy then went on a run on twitter and you know that's where he made those uh you know um he made derogatory statements towards you know gay people and nintendo and a bunch of people and you know at that point that was when 
ethos was like okay i can't mess with these with this dude anymore so like i don't i, I want nothing to do with him so it's like you know soldier boy is just he's he's ruining himself like he's just self-destructing in front of us by you know just by being so blatantly ignorant and not wanting to understand what people are saying and to not want to accept help and consulting and uh it's just gonna make him look worse and worse and uh, the sad thing is that it would be great to see musicians and rappers invest in the gaming industry, but um, it just has to be done the right way. And I, I don't like Drake. I'm not a Drake fan, but he, <laughs> but he did start an esports team. Like he invested in an esports team, and that's not highly publicized because he's not, you know, making a mockery of himself in front of everyone. So that that sort of thing is the right way to go about it like making moves like that investing in esports teams because esports is the the new wave of gaming kind of um so yeah like you should be doing things like that and not selling knockoff chinese products basically um so yeah it's soldier boy just makes everyone look bad right now is basically what i want to say But go ahead. I see we got uh we got a new panelist here. Uh oh. I don't know what's going on. Hello. Sorry, I just hanging about. <laughs> <laughs> I I just got an invite and then now I'm here. <laughs> wait, 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 yeah, so Gary, wait, where's the introduction here? You you're supposed to give an introduction where you said we have a new panelist. Wait, wait, who I mean who who is this? Is this uh Soldier Boy's PR person or what? Like <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> do I just do his acting? Greg, Greg. Now this, uh, this is Ramiz Quadri. So um, we've had him on the show before. So you know, this, this is my friend in real life. He's also done work with the coalition. He made our logo, you know, and he's, you know, he's a cool dude basically. And uh, he just launched a website as well. He's a graphic designer. So RamizQuadri.com. Go check that out. Um, so, Ramiz, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for the little mini random promo. Um, that's my job done, <laughs> I guess, because I think that's why I'm mostly here. Oh, so you're <laughs> leaving now? Yeah, I'm you're out. I'm out. back. Okay. No, oh. I'm, staying. I'm staying on. I'm staying on. It's all good. So, 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 what, so, what, so what are you guys' thoughts on the uh, Soldier Boy situation? I know Ed was, was going to say something, so go ahead, Ed. Uh, I got to say, I think soldier boy is a hustler man and you can't knock the hustle why are we acting like there's not already a bunch of counterfeit game consoles out there back when i went to mexico i played the poly station 2 um i played the mega joy 64 because people in poor countries they can't afford a playstation they can't afford uh you know all these new consoles they're expensive in other countries so, like, why are we hating on him? Just because he did some counterfeit shit that everybody else does? Like, so, you know, I don't know. I didn't hear anything about the racism stuff that uh, Gary made, uh, mentioned about people making it about race because he's, you know, a black guy doing this. But, like, I'm going to put Gary and Rich uh, in my crossfire because you two let PewDiePie say the N-word 
on the stream. We let like nothing. No, whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't see no post on the coalition outrage or canceling PewDiePie. Wait, wait hold on. That wait, man wait, 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 like, do, do, do we look like YouTube to you? Like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that was your opportunity to stand up for the black gamer, and nobody took it. We discussed and that. This though. man, this man got away with it. We talked about that on the show, though. Man, I didn't do enough, man. That motherfucker's YouTube page should have been canceled. What, by us? <laughs> by YouTube. But your voice, your voice could have been louder, and it could have made an impact. And nobody did nothing. And y'all let this little fucker stay on here. He's corny as shit. All the YouTubers are corny as fuck. Mm, whoa, ouch! So Ed, so Ed trying to start a war with with with, with 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 all these other people. Man, fuck Logan Paul. Oh, uh, whoa, yeah. whoa! And uh, he's talking that shit right now. Um, but well, not like okay. Going back to what you said um, about Soldier Boy, and you know, there's other bootlegs out there and stuff. Okay, yeah, there's there's other bootleg products being sold out there. The, the thing I'm talking about with Soldier Boy is the fact that he's blatantly lying. Like, he's telling people it's official, it's legit, he has licenses, and he does not. Like, that's, that's the biggest violation here, I think. Like, you're, you know, you're tricking people into buying this. And also, he was on his Instagram live trying to take donations for it. Like, like why, why do you need to take donations from people? But, like, I think I can give him a pass because I mean Soldier Boy was like one of the first rappers to be out there on the va- on the video game, you know, front. Like this man used to like post his gamer tag and he had a whole clan on Xbox, you know, the SOD, whatever the hell that shit was. And he used to be on like Xbox Live a lot. Um, I mean, he probably still is, but his voice, you know, his star power hasn't been what it was, but he was always like a huge hardcore gamer so like you know he wants to do right he's probably just not doing it the right way but and and that's why he needs to partner up with people who know what they're doing and not just buy knockoffs i think think people are making it a bigger deal than it really is like like he's making it a bigger deal like he's (laughs) the one that's going on the breakfast club no but he's just saying that he made he made a million off the console like he's just stunting you know he shouldn't be stunting because at the end of the day he's infringing on properties that Nintendo owns Sony owns like you are you supposed, asking, you don't like if you're if you're committing a crime you're not supposed to like advertise it and make the block hot like you're not supposed to like go outside the police station and broadcast that you're you're selling dope like you know but don't rappers do that? <laughs> Six nine did it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. Soldier boy, I'm with him. Uh, like, I'm not um, denying that Soldier Boy is a real gamer. He definitely is, because I remember, uh, you know, Coalition has been going ten years, and around the time we first started, I remember 
we used to actually cover soldier boy a lot because he he would do things with gaming like he would have madden tournaments and like you said he had his own uh team or whatever like i'm not denying he's a gamer we've like he's been at e3 like while we've been there so we know yeah. this guy is a gamer and he wants to you know be in the industry i'm just saying like there's smart ways to go about this there's official channels that you can go through to make something happen where like yeah. he just went on aliexpress and you know he, he hit up these these uh bootleg manufacturers and <laughs> he's drop shipping basically like that and he, he's making it seem like it's official when it's not like he's he's out here saying i made my own gaming console like he's going to be at e3 like at a press conference or something like <laughs> That, that's all I'm saying. Like, he should be moving differently. Coalition console. Coming yeah. soon. Yeah, 2019, that's coming. Yeah, 2021. We're just getting There's all nothing the... but Xbox games, though. We're getting all the, <laughs> the licenses in order right now. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I just I just want to say, I don't, I don't know if, if uh, Ramis has anything to say on this. I'm going to make a quick comment. Uh, before Ramis and, and just say uh, I um, I mean right now when he did the interview to me it wasn't really about the uh, the gaming stuff everybody is talking about the beef that he supposedly has with all these other rappers and the fact that he just called them out and that was the entertainment stuff because you know everybody likes drama they like the uh, the spectacle of of somebody starting up something this is what happened last year with uh, with Drake and Pusha T so um, that's really all people are talking about. Why he was trending on Twitter uh, the other day for for these reasons, uh, you know, pretty much. But I agree with what you had to say, Gary. That in terms of the gaming stuff, he definitely could have went to, you know, sought out the right way to go about this stuff. I don't think it was a wise decision to do what he did. But again, I guess he does want to do something with the gaming industry, so I guess he figured he would try to take whatever way he could take to put it out there. But the fact that, again, he said in that interview, people have been buying this, um, that's something that I obviously would need to see documented proof proof of because I didn't see any, any anything in that interview to, to let me know, oh, people are actually buying this this product. Um, but uh, if it is, in fact, true that people are buying it, I think that's interesting that, uh, that there is a fan base out there that actually wants to get behind this, even though it is not a legit, it's not something that he actually owns. So... Yeah, you know what's funny? Like, he keeps showing these fake screenshots. Like, he was on Instagram Live trying to show everyone that he's made, <laughs> like, tons of money. And there was a screenshot, right, that said he made $200,000, like, in the last day. And um, it said the number of orders was seven. So, like, he sold seven <laughs> products and made $200,000. Like, how is that possible when he's selling consoles for like uh was it like 100 bucks 200 bucks it's 149 for the console and 100 for the handheld <laughs> so he, he sold seven seven of those and made 200,000 like that doesn't make sense <laughs> it definitely doesn't make sense now you say that but no go 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 no go go ahead Ramis did you have anything to say on this uh particular uh topic um <laughs> I don't know, they're all ridiculous, aren't they? Uh, I don't know. Um, I kind of see one part of it where it's just like, who cares? 
And then another part is just like, yeah, he's just an idiot, in my opinion. But I kind of agree with Ed. Like, at the end of the day, a lot of people are just kind of like hustling at this point. And um, yeah, I mean, all the rappers are kind of doing like ridiculous things and everything. Like, you've got, I think it's Game or Chris Brown or one of them. They like constantly steal photos of other people's accounts and then make it their own and attach like a inspiring quote or some rubbish or saying they're hustling when it's not even them in the photos or their photos to begin with on Instagram and you know they're getting like the millions of likes and stuff and that's just taking out of other people's accounts um Soldier Boy's kind of done the same with the gaming console and it's weird it's to me it's just like a raspberry pie I think it is just a raspberry pie um yeah and I think <laughs> the gaming companies who kind of call him out or you know sanction him or whatever uh they only done it because of people complaining about it like taking it a bit too serious and over the top yeah. and it's like who's gonna buy Super Mario Brothers again like pay money for that like it's an old game you'll be surprised <laughs> old, I, I, old, I'd like 70% yeah. of the Nintendo Switch owners will buy it again. I mean, I haven't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine to move you're, on you're, from that. You're in the 30%. Oh, well, there we go. It's it's just weird. Like, just move on, you know? Like, don't take too seriously. Who's going to buy... A, why, why get over the top about console playing, like, a really old, old game? I mean, the classics, sure, fine. But, you know, it, it's just weird. I mean, do I admit that I've got a Raspberry Pi and that I've got a Mario game on there? Am I going to now get called out by uh, Nintendo or things like that? I don't but, know. But that's my thing. Like, you're you're not going on the Breakfast Club or the Co-op <laughs> Podcast even and saying, you know, like, oh, I I I, I make all this money. Uh, like, I got all these orders and stuff. Like, you're not blowing it up, you know? Like, yeah. Just... Well, that that's the kind of a stupid side coming into it, then, really, isn't it? So. I can't really speak on him for that. That's just Soldier Boy. He's just done a lot of stupid things. And <laughs> that that's just, that's just him, really. But at the same time, I think a lot of people blow it out of proportion. But, you know, oh, he's got all these games and how dare he, you know, has he got license for them, blah, blah, blah. This, that. Like, who cares? They're old. <laughs> who cares? Um, saying that, the console looks crap. And the only people I see ever buying it are just like people who review it on YouTube afterwards and then just slate yeah. the heck out of that console anyway. So I don't know who's wasting their money or time most. And then that's that's what I wanted to bring up next as well. Because, yeah, Soldier Boy, you know, like he's he's doing some wrong. But also, I like I got a message for all these YouTubers out there. Like, uh -oh. so... We all know that these YouTubers will do anything for views. So there's a there's a whole bunch of them right now that are buying the soldier game system just so they can review it for views. Like and those people are adding to the problem right now. Like so you know, to all those people, like I mean, it was it a slow content week or something, like you, you can't figure out <laughs> some other some other content to make. Whoa, whoa! Shots fired by Gary. Damn, where, where's, but, where's this coming from? But that's that's true. I agree with that as well. It's just like, 
at the end of the day, Soldier Boy is kind of making money out of them, unless he's giving that console away for free, which I really, really doubt, because, yeah, again, it's $150. Um, yeah, no, I agree totally with that. At the end of the day, they're just making Soldier Boy kind of prove his point that, I mean, you go on his website and you see all the counterfeit stuff he's got anyways. He's got his own version of a Apple Watch, an Android Watch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like sh fake shoes as well and stuff like that that's just how he's done it and god knows where his fans are coming from and like buying these things but yeah, he's he's just he's just pumping out all the fake products isn't he yeah oh yeah well well i i, I well i i will just make this comment and uh this is not meant to take a shot at uh Someone else, but I, I guess if it if it is seen as a shot, then it is what it is. If that uh, his system does have eight hundred games on it, that still sounds like a better value than that PlayStation Classic that uh, Gary said is a horrible, horrible console. So, well, I, yeah. I, I don't know if I said those words, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of the PlayStation Classic, but, but seems like yeah. no one is. <laughs> like I, I really don't understand even the hate on that thing either. Is it because of the games? Yeah, I think yeah. The okay. people complain about the games that they included in that system. They'll but then, the... but then people know you could hack it. Did yeah. it get? It got hacked a week later. So <laughs> what's everyone fucking complaining about? <laughs> like, because why? Why spend like ninety or ninety dollars or pounds or whatever? To, to buy that and then hack it when you can just get you can just get those games anyway like without without spend without spending ninety so well, that's my point that's the same thing with Soldier Boy's console I guess isn't it why buy that when you can just build a Raspberry Pi exactly <laughs> because essentially these consoles are just that but exactly. you know it's just the name it's the collection it's kind of all that whole weird uh, fetish for just owning a tiny little and it looks cute I guess I don't know <laughs> the console PlayStation Classic that is I don't know what Soldier Boy's console looks like I mean like if, if people are buying it for, for their collection or you know just to display or something I can understand that but um, but the, I just feel like the, the selection of the games on that thing like the games that are built in are you know it's a poor selection so yeah yeah Fair enough, I can agree. But, again, if you know you could hack it, then I guess that wouldn't necessarily be a viable complaint. That's just me, though. I don't know. I haven't bought it myself, so I can't really defend it too much. Oh, yeah. Well, I know, I know, Gary, I know, well, I know, I know after this discussion, Gary's definitely going to find a way to pick up that Soldier Boy uh, console for sure. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna cut one to review it on the channel. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, but um, we'll see what happens with that situation. But uh, any other thoughts? Oh no, we, we we spent way too long talking about Soldier Boy. Oh yeah, okay, good, that's good. <laughs> so, we, so we can tell them that we can move on now. Yeah, oh, I do want to say like I'm not I'm not hating on Soldier Boy as a person. Like I respect that he he's passionate about gaming. And, you know, I respect his original hustle, like, how he broke out to, to become, like, the artist he is, like, because it was all independent and stuff. So, 
I respect that, but it's just the way he's carrying himself with regards to this specific thing that I'm not a fan of. So I just want to say that. Mm. Okay. Sure. Fair, fair enough. That sounds good to me. So uh, let's move on to the next topic. Um, this is another fun topic, and I'm pretty sure I'm very curious to know what all of you have to say about this. We finally got the first teaser trailer for Spider-Man. I, I believe it's Far From Home, which is a sequel to Homecoming. Um, I know that this is a trailer that was originally supposed to release shortly after they released the trailer for Infinity, you know, no, uh, Avengers Endgame. But they delayed it, I guess, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, but obviously, after seeing this trailer, I mean, we saw a lot in this trailer. So I think I'm going to go to you first, uh, Ed, and get your initial thoughts when you saw this trailer. If you have anything to say about it, are you looking forward to the movie or uh, was you not impressed by anything that you saw in the trailer? Uh, I'm always looking forward to the movie because my favorite character Um but it just looked like they were doing or trying too much in this trailer. I got a glimpse of at least maybe I counted two enemies for certain. And then, you know, we see Mysterio. And the fact that they didn't even make it secretive, like they just straight up showed us Mysterio, hey, without the mask or nothing. It was just like, I don't know what they're going for with this uh, film. But I did like that it's a change of the setting, you know, they're in Europe now. And, um, you know, but I'm just questioning a lot of things about this trailer. Um, I know one of the big questions is, when does it take place? Is it before or after uh, Avengers Endgame? And I think uh, I saw in our chat that a movie takes place after Endgame. And I mean, I guess we all know that all those characters that died in Avengers are going to come back, but it is kind of odd to see a trailer, you know, that takes place after that movie. Um, you know, it kind of does spoil it, but not really. It's just odd. I don't know. I, um, I agree with that. And, and I, and I was curious, uh, what was the rush to release this trailer now? Because Avengers Endgame is out in April. This trailer, this movie ain't coming out until July. So they could have held off on showing this, uh, at a later time. But I guess, uh, you know, to generate buzz and excitement behind the movie, they wanted to just drop the trailer early. So, but, um, that was, that was the first thing that I saw in, <clears throat> I know that Kevin Feige has said that this takes place. This is the first movie after uh, Endgame. So I assume when he said that, that that meant that it, it does take place after Endgame. Um, but there are a lot of clues to that trailer that would have you suggest, well, something possibly happened to Tony Stark because they make reference to, oh, yeah, it's just you now. Uh, it's all about you right now. So I was confused about that. Um, of course, <clears throat> One thing I always say is I don't like when a trailer shows too much. I mean, I didn't know that Nick Fury was going to be in this movie, so that was a surprise to me because I that that was something I wasn't expecting. But um, I do wish they held back on some stuff. At the same time, they didn't reveal every detail about what you can expect from the film because I we, I mean I, at least from what I understand, we still don't know who the villains are. Uh, we saw the creatures 
as they had shown in the trailer, but we don't know anything about that. Um, and I, I would assume that Mysterio is going to turn into a bad guy in this movie as well. I would assume that, but I, I mean, I, I don't know for sure. And I do know that, um, what's his name? Who played in the last movie, uh, the villain from the last movie, Michael Keaton. I do know that he is also casted for this movie as well. So uh, obviously he's still in jail, but maybe he has something to do with what happens you know, later on in other movies. I have no idea. But yeah, there's a lot of questions that still remain to be answered. So I guess we'll have to wait and see how everything pans out. But yeah, as for as for Endgame, I definitely, I mean, I knew a lot of those characters were coming back anyway because I already had heard that they have already started working on Black Panther 2. So that that isn't really a surprise. We knew this Spider-Man movie was coming also, but um, still, they have to explain what's going on with all the other characters, how it gets to this point, and then who doesn't actually survive in-game, because I'm pretty sure some people are definitely not going to survive the next, the, next, the next movie, but we have to wait and see how that all pans out. Um, so I want to go to Ramis next. Let's get his thoughts on this trailer, because I know he is... Uh, he catches a lot of other stuff that we might have missed. <laughs> um, where do I start? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, the trailer was cool. Um, I think there was three bad guys. Maybe four. Maybe four and a half. I don't know. So you had Sandman, Hydra-Man, uh, the Fire One, something man, and I don't know if there was like another element in there or if it was just I like um... something man. <laughs> something man. <laughs> I can't think of his name. I don't know who Fireman is. Fireman. Well, well, well hold on. You, you, now you said four. Are you suggesting the Fantastic Four <clears throat> is in this is in this movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know, because it, it just looked like it was all element type of things, but then you had kind of like maybe it was Sandman, who knows? Uh, maybe you again. know what? I just figured it out. It's Mysterio. Yeah, that, that's oh, what I was gonna say. Like, well, I, I was gonna, I was gonna build to that. Say, no, my my theory would be that Mysterio is a bad guy in the end of it all, but he's kind of like the one bringing up these elements. Like, he's the one kind of doing this for show, basically, because I believe in like the Ultimate Comics. Uh, he was kind of like just this rundown actor or something. That was his character. I can't remember too much of it, but um, yeah, I think there's kind of going to be like similar vibes to that in the sense that Mysterio is kind of the one that's bringing all these bad guys and monsters up in the first place because it's it's like a show to him. He's Mysterio. He's like the street act, isn't he? Sort of mm-hmm. thing. So that's my theory on it. So that ultimately Mysterio is the bad guy in the end, but. What we see in the trailer, I think it's like, yeah, there were like elemental monsters to it. And I think Sandman, that's their representation of it. Hydra Man's there. Uh, something Man, who's now the Fire One. That's what we're going to name him. And <laughs> I don't know if there was a fourth one I can remember, but yeah, ultimately I think Mysterio's the bad guy in it. Um, yeah, the trailer shows quite a bit because that's just how Sony like to run their trailers. They just want to give everything away <laughs> straight away <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't think yeah I, I think it was 
I don't know how long it was announced, but I read that Kevin Feige um, said that this movie is after Endgame, which to me makes sense. It's kind of weird to picture this movie before Infinity War. Um, it, it just doesn't fit anywhere in the timeline, or it would just seem a bit rushed that, okay, Spider-Man just did this against the Vulture, and now straight away he's going abroad. Like, it <laughs> doesn't work that way. I think it makes more sense that, you know, like, it's after Endgame, these characters are coming back alive in some form or way, or it's an alternate universe. Maybe there's some time travel that involves an Endgame, and it involves to a point where they they ditch this universe that we're supposedly used to watching and it's a new one um because after all the next phases are meant to be all about cosmic and everything so who knows but yeah i think it makes more sense that it's after endgame and if anyone believes that (laughs) endgame is spoiled then there's, there's just no point imagining an avengers movie but everyone dies in it or stays dead. <laughs> so, you know, you, you're silly to think that. But <laughs> in, the, in the other hand, I think basically the characters that are alive at the end of Infinity War, they're going to die in Endgame and everyone else comes back to life. Per se. Apart from Ant-Man. Ant-Man will live because he's just there by accident. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's what they've got to say. That sounds good. Yes. All right, Gary, you, you, you had some thoughts that, that you wanted to say as well. Yeah, Um. I mean, Ramiz pretty much touched on everything, you know, I wanted to say about the actual trailer and my thoughts on the movie and everything. Um. So instead, I'm going to talk about this whole thing about them releasing the trailer before Endgame and all that. Now, no, like people like us, like, you know, we, we, we're knowledgeable about comics, Marvel, these movies and everything. We know what's going on behind the scenes and everything like that. But the the general audience, not everyone knows. Like, so, for example, like over the holidays, I saw my niece and she was like legit, like up in arms over Infinity War because she'd seen it. And, you know, she knows I'm into like comic book stuff. So she went to talk about it with me and she was like, how could they kill everyone, you know, yada, 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 like, you know, why, why is everyone dead, they just had Black Panther, and now he's dead, like, there's, pe- there's people, you know, there's people who don't know the lore of Marvel and stuff, and they legit think these characters are dead, and I feel like stuff like this ruins it for them, you know, I mean, obviously, we know, because, you know, we're nerds, and we follow this stuff, but there's, there's a lot of people out there who don't know anything like i had literally the same conversation with my cousins in new york as well when i saw them and uh there's a lot of people who i've spoke to who don't know the law and are not that knowledgeable but they they follow infinity war and you know the the big marvel movies and they're they're shocked that all these characters died and you know they don't know if they're coming back so for them it kind of ruins it i think and it confuses them even more because <laughs> like seeing the spider-man trailer like now these people are coming to me like why is there a spider-man movie like why is spider-man back like you know so i think it it confuses it for them and kind of spoils the the experience for them i guess in learning what's actually going to happen um 
but you know for us i mean we 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 already knew they were like we we know that there's going to be another black panther another spider-man like we know you know so um for us it's no big deal cool spider-man trailer you know but for people like that it's just going to confuse them so um i would say that but also on the other side of it this is sony like i think this was sony's decision to release the trailer um and marvel perhaps didn't have full control over when this uh this trailer dropped so maybe that ties into it as well you know um i would have liked to have what i really would have liked is if uh you know we go we go and see endgame and then this trailer shows for the very first time after endgame like that Mm -hmm. would be that would have been perfect if they did that but um you know obviously this is a business people want to make money they want to get people excited they want to get people talking so there you have it you know um so can't complain too much but um it is you know it is a little sad for those people who are really you know uh who are really kind of grabbed and you know touched by the infinity war ending who didn't know any better you know so <laughs> sucks for them i guess but hey it's business so and I, I'm excited to see Spider-Man in a new environment as well in London. So that should be cool. So, so I, so I have to say I look forward to seeing uh, Gary, Ramis, and Carl in Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Oh yeah, we're extra. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the London Eye. I actually get blown up, so. <laughs> and I don't get accused for it. So that's something, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I got. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I definitely want to see that. And and one, one final question I have to ask, and this is a question for 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 Gary and Ramis. Uh, do you believe that there will be any Brixit jokes in this particular movie? Brixit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brexit. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I guess it would be funny, but um, I mean, British people are tired of hearing the word Brexit at this point. So, I mean. And Hopefully by that not. point, it will get implemented anyways. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it'll be kind of outdated at that point. If anything, it'll probably piss everyone off for the fact that they're just bringing up this Brexit joke just to remind us that you know yeah. the country's a bit screwed. Yeah, that, that that's an <laughs> outrage waiting to happen. So I doubt they'll do it. Um, but I kind of agree with uh, you know it's it's a little sad now that you told that story thanks a lot gary that people are genuinely upset and hurt that they're ruined the surprise but yeah i mean I, what i know of is sony is in charge of like all the promotion stuff aren't they they're they're in charge of like you know the trailers and the, the yeah all the media all stuff. marketing stuff yeah so i guess it's in their eyes they're just like they just want to pump it out now and they just want to like throw everything because they're so excited that this movie's going to do so well blah 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 and all that because you think about it like the knowledge we know um spider-man was just signed you know uh, to make appearances in marvel movies and these movies are kind of made pretty quickly as well if you think about it as well because like homecoming was made like a year after they announced that you know he's going to appear in civil war and stuff Mm -hmm. and then you had him in civil war and then Spider-Man had his own movie suddenly. 
and then you got another movie again. So I think if it was in Marvel's hands fully, they probably wouldn't have done that, or the movie would have come out like later in the year rather than a summer movie. Mm. Um, and again, it, he technically wasn't really in the plans anyways. Like Black Panther was, what I heard anyways, was meant to be that role where, you know, he's going to be the one loved just as much as Spider-Man is. I mean, he is. He is right now, definitely, and rightfully so. But, um, you know, he was going to be that role where he's the character they're looking towards to and stuff instead of Spider-Man. But obviously, you can't not think Marvel and Spider-Man separate. They have to be together. But yeah, uh, that's just Sony for you again. <laughs> just, just blaming them with their marketing skills. Yeah, because that was uh, the original deal that there had to be a Spider-Man movie like every two years or something, right? So I think they're, enough, yeah. they're sticking with that, even though, you know, Marvel is now doing the movie. Um, but yeah, I think that's still in place. But hopefully, I'm hoping in the future that Marvel Studios could just get the, the rights back, like, overall, so that they can do their own vision um, fully for the character and stuff, so... I think they will. I think it more or less is in their hands. It's just one of those things where Sony just feel like, you know, they're getting all the praise for it and doing it, but Marvel are just really like, yeah, look, step aside. <laughs> and then they're just kind of like <laughs> grabbing this big hand of over Spider-Man and just be like, come walk with us for a second, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, um, oh, carry on. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, like, because I, I, I really get the impression that Sony... Uh, the movie studio like they're, they're they're really trying to feed off of the hype of the mcu like you know even even rushing out the venom film and stuff and they're like they want to tie it into the mcu and um even with this trailer i feel like they want they wanted to rush out to capitalize on the hype of endgame because obviously yeah. they they was originally going to release it the day after the endgame trailer but i'm i'm guessing like this isn't fact but i'm guessing that mcu probably wanted uh, a bit more space between the trailers so that you know the the end game trailer can kind of have its space um so people could process it and stuff um and you know sony just wanted to i feel like they just want to piggy piggyback right off of what the mcu is doing even though they're collaborating with them um and you know it's just kind of makes them look a bit uh forceful i mean they got like a really weird name for their marvel cinematic universe don't they sony they came up with some really weird one based around the spider-man lore and um, well the spider-man rights that they have and stuff and i guess they're just trying to really hype that up and like the only way they can do that really is with spider-man but Spider-Man's doing so well with Marvel's hands. Once it goes back to Sony, um, is Tom Holland still going to be Spider-Man then? Are they just going to reboot it all over again? You know? Um, and then you got Morbius coming out, the next Venom movie coming out with mm -hmm. whatever happened in that movie. I didn't even see it. Um, <laughs> you've got Black Cat, Silver Sable, Aunt May... It's probably going to have her own... Oh, no, they can't even do Aunt May, can they? Because Aunt May's in um, the Spider-Man movies. Don't, oh, no. don't, don't put it past Sony. 
Do you remember they they were going to do a movie about Aunt May as an international spy or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they probably I, yeah. still they probably still would do it even though Aunt May is in the MCU. Like they probably oh, they're gonna do. they're gonna use Uncle Ben. That's what it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be Uncle Ben, like in his past sort of thing. There'll be a shot of like a wrinkled old hand looking at a photo frame of. Uncle Ben is like, I remember the first time I met him, and then it's gonna go like flashback, and it's gonna be this guy with a sick mustache, and just doing some like super spy stuff. That's how it's gonna be. <clears throat> that would be terrible. Um, <laughs> but you see, like how uh, with DC, there's like three movies with the Joker in production or something. <laughs> like, I wouldn't put it past Sony to like using the same characters that uh marvel were trying to use in the spider-man movies like just and just making separate side movies like i bet they would do stuff like that yeah i, I don't blame them to be fairly honest it's just the fact that to me they can't do it well that's the thing you put it into marvel's hands in their creativity and look how well they've just made spider-man already um give him well give them like you know the rights to spider-man to like use venom and all them a lot and just watch them do like really good things because it's their character it's their story sony on the other hand you know they're just pumping out anything that they can and it's just like yeah okay but it's still doing well venom you know a lot of people surprisingly liked it because it was a it's one of those movies it's just a dumb fun movie it turns out and i think now they're probably going to catch on to that sort of um uh, chemistry sort of thing like they're going to catch on to that idea that oh we need to make more of these dumb fun movies because people are actually watching them so I don't know I can see both sides it's like Sony just want to just want to join in the party but at the same time it's like just, just stand over there you know one of those things <laughs> yeah that's true Yes, absolutely. So, uh, any other thoughts on the Spider-Man trailer before we move on to the next topic? Mysterio's a bad guy. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. He has to be. Yeah, he definitely has to be. I agree with that. Alright, so, let's move on to the next topic. Jumping back over to the gaming side. Uh, yesterday, we saw a Mortal Kombat 11 reveal event that took place in Los Angeles, California. Uh, was live streamed on Twitch and pretty much everywhere. So uh, I know uh, I know pretty much uh, a few of us saw that event in its entirety. I know Ed for sure saw it in its entirety. So I wanted to get you guys' opinions on what you've seen so far of the game, whether or not you like what you see, are you disappointed? Do you think that there was some stuff that they should have talked about at that reveal event? And um, I'm going to go to Ed first because uh, I know we were very vocal back and forth about this event. So, Ed, what, we, what were your thoughts on the Mortal Kombat 11 reveal event? I think overall Mortal Kombat 11 looks really good. Um, I was talking to my brother about it. I didn't really play too much Injustice 2, but he was telling me that, you know, in MK11, they're doing the whole, you know, customized... Uh, the fighter, however you want. Mm -hmm. um, and he told me that a lot of those elements were a part of Injustice 2. Um, 
of how you can you know change their outfits and stuff like that and so i guess they're they're they learn from every game and they try to implement those things into their next game and i guess they're following suit with this and i know gary mentioned it in the in the chat and it's exactly what i thought as soon as i saw that customization stuff it's like oh okay cosmetic uh transactions you know their microtransactions i can already tell that a lot of those little pieces is going to take a long time to to unlock in the game and somehow they're gonna make it hey you know give us five bucks and you get a thousand combat coins or something you know like <laughs> so i see i already see that happening but I, like i said overall the game looks fantastic um i'm liking the way the characters look the action looks really good um and the fatalities you know they're super bloody and so far every fatality looks really great and i really like how they uh you know they slow it down during the fatalities you know to really showcase the goreness of it um so yeah mk11 looks really cool i didn't i didn't come out of there thinking like oh my god this is incredible but it just kind of looks like um like we in of these games already uh as long as they keep making those improvements it's cool you know it's cool to see but i don't think i can be blown away by mk anymore you know just because <laughs> not in a bad way but just because you know it's it's mk yeah Oh yeah, I to- I totally understand that. Now, w- one final question I want to ask you before I move on to Ramis and Gary are, are there any fighters that you want to see make a return for Mortal Kombat 11? Uh Mocap. I don't know if y'all remember that character. Y'all probably don't. It was a joke character, but <laughs> I'm just bullshitting. But now um I like to see Cabal. Oh yeah. Um, that's probably the only guy I care about. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, so I'm going to go to you next, Gary, because I know that you saw some of this event. You've had some reactions. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Mortal Kombat 11 reveal event? Oh, yeah, I, I saw the whole thing, um, and it was a nice length, too. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, way too long, and it would drag on, and there'd be boring parts, but no, it was, it was really uh, quick and smooth, so... So that's good. Um, the game looks great, and you know I didn't expect anything less from uh, Nether Realms. They do a great job with the Mortal Kombat games and Injustice as well. Um, and you know it's as gory as ever. They have some creative fatalities in there. Um, and yeah, like Ed said, with the cosmetics, that was a huge standout thing to me because it's like okay microtransactions cosmetics and stuff uh i mean as long as it's just cosmetics it doesn't affect me personally because i'm not going to buy it anyway so it's like whatever but i mean i guess it is cool to some degree in a fighting game to be able to customize the fighter's appearance and things like that um i'm i'm just really wary that uh the the cosmetic pieces will enhance their skills in in the actual combat and i'm hoping that's not the case um i don't i don't think that's the case 
No, I don't um, think I don't believe that is because it, it wasn't like that for injustice too. Okay. Uh, well, I actually think it is because when they were doing when they were going through that stuff, you can see that you can add like little boosters to the to the armor and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it might be, but I'm. I don't quote me on that. I mean, if that's the case, then that's when it gets weird and uh, questionable. <laughs> But, you know, if it's just a cosmetic level, fine, cool. But, um, you know, if they're adding, like, boosters and things like that, then that's that's very questionable right there. Um, what was you going to say, Rich? Oh, no, I, I just was going to say, um, yeah, the, the, there's some of those questions they still have to answer. I, I, I All I was going to say is that uh, as far as the cosmetic stuff is concerned, that was a real big, de- big deal in Injustice 2. Um, but injustice to if, if if neither if neither of you have played through that campaign, I will strongly recommend that you check out that game because one of the things I love about Injustice Two is that yes, it did have a storyline, but there were branching differences with that storyline, and you could if you you make a choice with a particular character, uh, it definitely impacts the story, and and there were some multiple endings in there as well, so. I do hope that they do take that direction with uh, Mortal Kombat 11 because uh, it definitely does does provide extra replay value on top of the multiplayer and all the other stuff that they're going to do. But it was a fantastic game. I mean, I really enjoyed Injustice 2 a lot. So this game is probably going to be just as great. Yeah, I uh, shouts to Carl. He actually um, got me Injustice 2 for my birthday. I need to actually play oh, it. Oh, okay. So, um, so, so, yeah. so he... So he so he got you that game so he can whoop you in it. Then I'm assuming that's why he did that. Yeah, probably because I already know I'm gonna <laughs> suck in that. But um, <laughs> and and Rams usually cl- cleans us all up. <laughs> like he 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 bodies us all the time on that game. See, I, I was gonna I was gonna sneak in a sly little dig, but you know, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say stuff like, "Oh, don't worry, I beat both their asses." But <laughs> there you go. There you have it. Nah. But um, but yeah, going back to more combat. Um, the the Ronda Rousey reveal that was uh, you know, it was cool. <laughs> like Richard actually told me about that before it happened. Like I didn't know it was, you know, before the show I didn't know that was gonna happen. But Rich told me, uh, so I knew to expect it, I guess. But um, I mean, it's cool that they're having celebrities voice the characters and and uh, think, have, be involved with the characters and stuff. And her, her as uh, Sonya Blade makes sense. So, um, I mean, I, I guess that's cool. I guess. Um, and you know, yeah. I, I just, just wish I, they would have got somebody better. Oh, whoa, whoa! I, th- I, th- I thought you was a Ronda fan, Ed. Nah, I don't respect the woman who got knocked out twice and doesn't like come back. And instead, uh oh, uh oh. Well, um. I only knew about that because that was a rumor that she that that was going to get announced, and then I saw when I was watching the stream yesterday, there were people in that same stream that was always say already saying, "Oh yeah, I can't wait to see Ronda." So that yeah, somehow that information was out there early. That's the only only reason I knew about that. But then I know Ronda Rousey actually lives in Los Angeles, California. You know she she hasn't really. I mean, she has been wrestling in WWE for a little while. But she practices for a long period of time in between 
the times that she's actually there. So I figured she had some other projects she was working on. I just didn't know this is what she was working on. But to each his own, just uh, congratulations to her. Um, and I, they, they, one thing they, they did make clear in that presentation is that they said there are a ton of other athletes uh, that are also voicing other characters. So I'm assuming that they will reveal those other athletes at a later time. But I have no idea who, who they actually are. Yo, where, where's 21 Savage, though, man? Oh, well, he probably will be in there since he's doing the soundtrack for the uh, the game. He'd probably 21 have... Savage as Jax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's possible. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, a quick question for you, Gary, then I'm going to go to Ramis. Are there any particular characters that you want to see return from Mortal Kombat 11? Oh, yeah, Melina, man. I need to see Melina in that game. Oh, yeah. That, that's, uh, that's my go-to. Since you mentioned Melina, I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, Zelina Vega because she was dressed up as Jade yesterday, and, yeah, she looked fantastic in that outfit. So I got to give a shout-out to that. <laughs> yeah, shouts to her. Yeah, so we'll see about Melina to, to be determined. But I, I would assume since they're messing around with the timelines and they kept mentioning that it's going to be certain characters that will face their younger selves, so on and so forth, I would assume that they may have her return as well as some other characters. So we'll just have to wait and see who it is. But uh, yeah, to be determined. Um, so now I'm going to go to you, Ramis. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the Mortal Kombat 11 uh, reveal? Uh, I mean, I didn't watch it. So yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no, no, in a bad way. I mean, I, I just saw some clips now whilst you guys were discussing it, and I saw uh, that. Is it Geras? Geras? What's yeah. Name? Yeah. I, I, he, I, I, he looks nasty. He looks like he looks pretty um decent. I think, <laughs> I, think, I, think I think that's a new character because there's some of those characters. Uh, yeah, I think they did mention that's a new character for the game. They did. Yeah, Ed Boon said that in the presentation. Um, so yeah. Maybe so. So, I'm, so maybe he's replacing Jax because I didn't see Jax at all in the uh, in any of that footage that they showed. So, nah, you can't you can't replace Jax. <laughs> I'm hoping that uh, character select screen isn't like true because there was only like 24 slots. I counted them, um, and 24 slots for an MK game. That's a little bit. Well, well, one thing that I do know that they are going to do because they did it with Injustice too. All of those character skins, they they were like the DLC. I, I if I recall correctly, they had nine additional character skins. So there's probably going to be at least ten other characters that are in the game, uh, if not more. Unless of course they have a uh, character pack DLC too, because they did that before with Mortal Kombat, where they had another DLC after the one they released. So, but they're definitely going to have a hell of a lot more than than uh, 24, 25. That that's for sure. But Probably just character skins. I had to make. We'll say what? From from what I remember, it was like in Injustice Two. It was they they added those extra like panels, didn't they? When a DLC character came out, so yeah. they had a few that were like in polygon form, so you didn't know who they were exactly. But then when they actually announced more DLC characters, they added. A couple more extra slots, so I would assume more combat will do the same in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, going by like Injustice Two and the influence that 
Well, it just seems like Injustice games are just testers for the next Mortal Kombat game anyway. So, And then it inadvertently <laughs> becomes a great game itself because I, I loved in Injustice 2 as well. Um, and it does have replay value. And talking about all those like transactions in regards to uh, the additional things you can buy for your characters. I mean, they did that in Injustice 2 as well. So kind of works, but it just depends how people are going to spend their money and stuff. So that's the one bit that will be intriguing that will either kind of make it frustrating or better. But because in Injustice 2, you kind of had to earn it and you earned it by playing those world map games and then you get the bronze, the silver, the gold coins, and then you use that to spend on getting parts or characters or skins and stuff. Mm. So here, I don't know if it's just straight away like, oh, Give me your credit card and we'll give you the best things ever. <laughs> Who knows? But no, it looks good. It looks really good. Um, that character, Geras, he looks insane. His fatality is just... Yeah, it's it's quite extreme. But um, yeah, no, it looks cool. That's all I can say, really. It's another Mortal Kombat game. Can't complain. Now, 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 is there any characters that you want to see return? Whether it's uh, a character from uh, a random character or a Mortal Kombat character? Uh, I don't know. No, <laughs> I don't. Don't really, not really fast. I think everyone's going to come back into it anyways. Um, it'd be weird if they just leave some out. I'll say, uh, Goro, because he's just. Yeah, it's just the first thing that comes to my head. Okay. <laughs> There's not really any other... No, I'll go with Smoke. He's disappeared for a while. I haven't really oh, seen yeah. him around. So, Smoke, Smoke is, is good. cool. He's just kind of the template for everyone else to be better. Mm -hmm. So, there we go. <laughs> you don't want no Smoke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. That quote. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to seeing more from the game. Uh, April 23rd cannot come soon, soon enough. So definitely uh, looking forward to seeing what else they reveal over time. And they, I'm pretty sure they're going to slowly reveal other characters because they did that, I believe, with Injustice 2 as well, where they revealed characters, you know, over time. So we'll see what we'll see how all that goes down. But uh, any final thoughts before we move on to... Uh, our final discussion for this evening. All right, so <clears throat> let me start out this discussion by giving a shout out to EA because uh, I know that they made news this week uh, when they finally revealed that they canceled the open world Star Wars game that Amy Henning was working on in the past, but then she had left and this visceral was shut down. So I know Gary did say that... Uh, that is uh, one of many reasons why EA is one of the best companies out there. But uh, pretty sure he was very sarcastic when he made that comment. So no, I, 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 didn't, I didn't say this. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that very briefly. But yeah, we, we want to oh, go ahead. Just to piggyback off of that. Um, yeah, like this is a bad look for EA once again. <laughs> like. And it to me it seems like okay, so you you just want to make Battlefront games, you want to make Star Wars shooters, but you don't want to have like a story 
you know rpg adventure kind of experience like and that's i feel like that's the best type of game for star wars like i'm tired of all these star wars shooters like i don't want to play that i want to play an adventure game or an rpg game and yeah. to me it just seems like ea doesn't want that because they're doing everything to prevent it and that's just sad in my opinion yeah no i i i i certainly agree uh i would like to hope that uh Someone else is going to eventually get that Star Wars license and make a game of their own. I know we we spoke about that in the past about studios that should uh, that will probably do a better job with a Star Wars license. So hopefully that does happen. Uh, in the meantime, I, I just hope that Respawn Entertainment is uh, whatever they're working on with this Star Wars game. I'm very curious to see if that actually comes, you know, actually gets gets completed, and I want to see how that turns out because. They are working on that. That's actually supposed to be coming out this year uh, during the fall. So hopefully that doesn't get canceled. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens with EA and the Star Wars license. Um, yeah. But uh, we want to have a, a discussion about uh, the top three developer studios. You know, we're all going to talk about our top three developer studios and, and why they are in our top three list. So um, I think uh, we're going to go to uh, Edward first because uh, I have a good idea as to what one of his studios is. But uh, let's hear him say, you know, from his own perspective, what are the three developer studios that he enjoys the most and why? Uh, literally not even think this through at all. So I'm going to go off the rip. <laughs> okay. Alright, Rockstar Games is number one. Oh, that's your I number one? Rockstar Games. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I should have probably gone three to one, right? Well, I mean, I mean, it, it's okay. It's, it's whatever format you want to take it. Alright, let me go with number three. <laughs> <laughs> number three is... Uh, we're going all time, right? Or, not, or current. That's a good question, uh, um, Gary. I, my mine was like, I was saying current, like right now, kind of thing. Mm. All right, uh, well, I'm gonna change mine, and I'm gonna do of all time. <laughs> okay, well, you can. Go all right, ahead. of all time, number three is Bungie, uh, because they've given me some of my favorite games of all time. You know, Halo Two, the Halo series, pretty much. So. Even though Bungie is what it is right now, and I don't really care for Destiny that much, but I do enjoy the games to an extent. Um, I feel like they've always provide, a, a, you know, in my opinion, a triple A title caliber game. Um, they always make very high quality games, whether they do it right or wrong. As far as you know, Destiny goes, that's you know questionable, but you can see their intentions and you can see the quality of their games. And, you know, I applaud them for that. Uh, I guess number two would be Naughty Dog. Uh, I know that I'm the Sony hater, but Naughty Dog has, and I'm not too familiar with the beginning uh, days of Naughty Dog. Like I've always wanted to play uh, Jack and Daxter, never have, but I've always wanted to. Uh, they made that game, right? Jack and Daxter? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. I always get that and Ratchet. 
confused. But yeah, I always wanted to play Jack and Daxter. Uh, so my introduction to Naughty Dog games uh, was actually Uncharted 2. I did not, and I still have never played Uncharted 1. Uh, I started with Uncharted 2, and that game's phenomenal. Then we got, you know, Last of Us and Uncharted 3 and and so on. And, you know, right now we're all waiting for um, Last of Us 2. And I think I mentioned that game last week where I said, uh, I believe I said that's the game of the year for this year, my prediction. Um, so, yeah, that's why. And, of course, my number one, I already spoiled it, is Rockstar Games. Guys, nobody makes a quality game to the extent of a Rockstar game. There is a reason they don't make games every other year, every year. They take at least five, six years to make one. And that's because they are going to deliver a game on the highest fucking caliber that you can possibly think of. The biggest stories, the biggest, you know, the most dialogue. Just graphical, probably not a graphical achievement, like, oh my god, but they always push the envelope. They always are the trendsetters with every game that they make, and just, they cannot be touched. They can't be beaten. They're just in a league of their own. The sales prove that. The hype behind their games prove that. They're the only developers... Well, probably not the only ones, but I would bet that they're one of the developers of maybe two or three that can drop a game on any given day and that shit would sell out. They probably don't even have to drop trailers. They just need to tell you, hey, Grand Theft Auto comes out on this day and people will show up for that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'd be surprised if y'all didn't have Rockstar games on y'all's list. Oh yeah, and, and, yeah, I, I agree with that, and, and and also to co-sign what you say. Not only are they the type of studio that can release a game on any day, but the, also the fact that there are other games that may also try to come out the same day, and then they find out, wait, Rocks, Rockstar has a game coming out at that time. They don't even bother releasing the game that day, and they either push it backwards or forward. So yeah, that says a lot. Yeah, you move the fuck out the way with Rockstar. <laughs> Absolutely. That's like, you know, the big show entering the Royal Rumble. Like, everybody's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big show. Wait, I, yeah. I, I didn't know I didn't know he still had fans, but that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, the big show always has fans. <laughs> yeah, so I, I say that those are some great picks. Those are excellent picks. Um, who, 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 who? I'm really surprised about about uh, Naughty Dog being on this list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, 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 that is surprising for sure. To be for honest, sure. I couldn't think of nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm funny that I, I am funny. That, that is funny. That's on the list because uh, that's interesting. No, the real they make really good games. Like I won't ever hate on Naughty Dog. Like I wish they did multi-platform. Yeah. Agreed. Interesting. Okay, so who wants to go next? <laughs> um, 
I can go next. I don't mind. Yeah, Ram's unmuted, you... so that means he goes next. No, no, no. I was just going to say you guys go next because I don't know what the topics are. <laughs> I'm just kind of like thrown into this. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. The topic is uh, name your top three yeah, studios. Yeah, no. well, I know now. But because like, <laughs> I joined He's the Googling. Day, like... He's at Wikipedia right now. I am literally Googling, like, what do I like? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't mind if I can go next or you can go whichever one. Yeah, I'll go. Um, so right. <laughs> my list now, like when I originally uh, wrote this topic, I wanted it to be like you know um, the current studios, like active ones releasing games right now and stuff. Um, and I want I wanted you know us to 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 judge by their latest releases and things like that. Um, but you know, I mean, we you can do whatever list you want to do. So you can do all time or you can do current. I'm gonna do current. My all-time list would be very, very different. I will, I will, I will say that. But Uh-oh. my my current list. So my current list that I'm doing, um, I'm gonna go three to one. So number three is Rockstar Games for me. Oh, um, whoa! Ooh. Wow, number three on the list. Damn. Yep. <laughs> yep. For similar reasons to Ed, you know, they they they're always about quality. They take the time. They do their research. They, you know, um, when they're making these big open world games, they they fly to locations and take pictures, and um, you know, they they do a lot of groundwork and a lot of like you you can see the attention to detail in all of their games. And there's minimal bugs and things like that. You know, like they're one of the studios that that values quality and they take their time to craft the perfect game. You know, um, and you know you can't you can't fault them it's hard to hate on them they make great games um and yeah i mean there's it's hard to think of a bad rockstar game um mm-hmm. they're all good in their own way um so yeah rockstar games um and you know they just put out red dead redemption 2 so and that's a great game uh, me and ed actually just you know recorded a discussion about that earlier so yeah um Rockstar is my number three. My number two is Bungie. And um, yeah, that might surprise some people. Now, contrary to belief, I did own an Xbox 360 and I did play Halo Reach. I played Halo ODST. I played Halo, uh, which one was it? Uh, Four. Um, I played three before as well, but just not to completion. Um, so I've, you know, and of course, Destiny One, Destiny Two, and I just really like their style of making games. Like I like the, um, I like the the cosmetic style, the appearance, the the aesthetics of their game, and I like, you know, uh, the grindy nature of their games and the way they structure their combat. Like I think it's really well done. They have their own unique style, like. They're not like other shooters, um, and you know they're just they're just very original. Um, and I still stand by it that the, the first Destiny was one of the the most game changing games that came out this generation. Like that set a standard in gaming, um, and I loved that game. Um, it's sad that Destiny Two didn't you know live up to what the first game was. Um, I do believe a lot of that is because of Activision, but um, yeah, Bungie—they like 
they're really good and I really want to see what they do now that they've split ways with Activision because I feel like they can uh, they, they'll have a lot of control uh, creative control to do what they want and make the game that they want to make so um, yeah Bungie I, I really appreciate their work um, even though you know I might not be the biggest Halo fan but I can still appreciate you know um, the, the game for what it is and stuff so um, yeah Bungie is my number two and my number one I don't know this might be obvious to some um, it, it's not Blizzard so don't worry um, it's actually CD Projekt and uh, you know next to Destiny The Witcher 3 was probably one of the best games of this generation in, in my opinion um, like quality wise and from a technical standpoint the game had so much content uh, that you know had a lot of great stories Gwent was amazing which is like a completely side thing to do in the game and I spent like 20 hours just doing Gwent uh, and then of course they made a separate game completely for Gwent um, and you know I, I, I loved The Witcher 2 as well um, I only played, I didn't play uh, the first Witcher game fully but I did you know play enough of it to want The Witcher 2 and you know I, I really loved The Witcher 2 and I just love the way that their games are you know the freedom involved in them um, the, the worlds they create and you know the characters and just everything and I've been watching a lot of videos about cyberpunk and I just can't wait for that game like that that's my most wanted game right now uh, cyberpunk 2077 so yeah CD Projekt um, I like their attitude as a studio as well uh, we've met them on many occasions at uh, E3 We've been, you know, we've been invited to their press screenings and things like that. And they're just super cool. Like, you know, they're a super cool company. Um, they're all about quality. They're all about the, the gamers. They don't uh, include microtransactions and things like that in their game. Like, they just give you the game, you know, and they give you more content than what you asked for. So, um, I just love their attitude and their approach. So, CD Projekt is my number one. But honorable mention, Bungie, I mean, not Bungie, uh, Blizzard, because, you know, I love Blizzard and I love everything they're doing. But the reason why they didn't make my list is because there's questionable things happening behind the scenes. So, yeah, that's why they didn't make my list. That's it. All right. Sorry about that. I, I, I had some uh, technical issues here in the background, so... Uh... My apologies, but uh, that was a fantastic list, I have to say, Gary. That was excellent. Um, and you might have you might have stole a, a thing or two uh, from uh, what I was going to say, but we'll see about that. Um, uh, Ramis, would you like to go next? Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm about to have like the worst selection here. Like I'm just having I mean, to think there, about it. More. There is no worst. I mean, this it's your personal <laughs> list, so yeah. I mean, yeah, because I'm like thinking about it now, and then I'm just thinking, well, these companies did do this, and then that just kind of like devalues every thought. Well, but... first, first of all, is is your list an all time list or is it current? See, I don't even know. It's kind of 
I guess for now, all time. <laughs> okay. But it's going to change, and I guess they are kind of current at the moment as well. Okay. Uh, so go for it. Number three, I'm going to say Bethesda. Uh, I think they've grown on me a lot. I know recently Fallout 76 is just getting crapped on, but I haven't played that, so I don't know. But with all the other Fallout games, uh, I've given them a go little by little, and I'm kind of enjoying them. They're, they're really fun, and I kind of like the open world aspect of it. And the same is then for a game like Dishonored. I just went into that not really knowing much about it, and again, enjoying that a lot more and more. And then there's Elder Scrolls as well. It's the same thing. It's a game that I wish I could dedicate time to because it's, it's just so big and it takes so much to kind of just explore everything. And the characters are interesting. The story's interesting. And there's always the add-ons that they give to you as well without much to charge on and everything. So that's always great. So I kind of just like the elements that they are a quality company they might not have much but what they do provide is just it's just great and i've always enjoyed it since and this is quite recently as well like starting to play bethesda games a lot they kind of are bugging me though a little bit with their e3 shows like all the wooing people uh, it just seems very planted but um yeah i'd say they're my third Number two, um, probably I'd have to say, regretfully, Bioware. Uh, again, I'm all about storytelling. I'm all about the heavy character developments and like <laughs> the appreciation of. I see Rich laughing in the distance there. <laughs> um, yeah, you said you said regretfully, so I had to laugh at that one. Well, <laughs> considering like what's happening to them right now and stuff and everything, it's annoying. But pre-EA, like the games were amazing. But the storytelling that they had, the capabilities that they have to build on these worlds and game, Mass Effect being the prime example of everything, it was just awesome. And what they've done with Star Wars uh, games... It's absolutely amazing. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic will remain one of my top ten games. Um, that that especially got me into Star Wars properly, like wanting to understand the lore of that more and more. And that's because of Bioware and the Old Republic as well. Like the way they have Jedi's and Sith fighting and everything. It's like a lot of Star Wars fans will tell you that's kind of the stories they want to hear. Um, and they're just great writers over there and great storytellers. Um, the games are fun. Unfortunately, now it's a bit odd. But um, at time, we'll have to wait and see what Anthem is like. It could be interesting. And it seems like that's the make or break, really, for Bioware as well, if honest. Because I don't think anyone's trusting Dragon Age right now or the team that made the last... Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, Andromeda game, or the or the last Dragon Age game as well. So, time will tell what happens, but hopefully Anthem can just pull something good, like the good graces of Bioware. 
but we'll have to see. Uh, number one, I'm gonna have to go with Rockstar as well. I think uh, it's the same thing. Like uh, thinking about it more and more, I've bought a Rockstar game all the time. I don't think I've missed out on one. Right now, the only one I'm missing out on is Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, but it's like what Ed said: it is quality over quantity. Like they take their time. You anticipate them releasing something when you see a trailer of theirs. You're just like, oh shit, it's it's out, it's coming out, blah blah, is that? And you are willing to wait another ten years if you have to to get that game, and then you will say at the end of it, it's worth it. So, yeah, Rockstar is a powerhouse. Everyone stays away from them when <laughs> the game comes out because the sales are going to be insane, and people are glad to wait for the games that they release. Uh, so, yeah, it's quite straightforward, really, with that one. Rockstar is my number one pick. Once again, another awesome list. And uh, all three of you have put a lot of pressure on me now to uh, to really talk about what I what, what my picks are. Um, but yeah, excellent picks. So first and foremost, um, my, mine's, some of them are very similar. There's probably like one that's going to be a little bit different. I do want to give an honorable mention to Playground Games because uh, they always do an excellent job with the Forza, uh, you know, Horizon series. I know they're currently working on an open world RPG, which may or may not be a new fable. So I um, <clears throat> I have to give them props because really when I started playing Forza Horizon, I played it because of Edward's recommendation. I have never really been into racing games heavily. But when I played Forza Horizon 2, I was like, wow, this game is absolutely fantastic. And ever since then, I've played every Forza Horizon game. So I feel like I definitely want to give them an honorable mention at the most because they they got me into a genre that I really wasn't really fully invested into. But after playing through Forza Horizon 2, 3, and now playing 4, I have to say, yeah, got to give them props for that. So that's definitely an honorable mention. Wait, um, is, your, is your list current or all time? Oh yeah, this is going to be current. Um, okay. It's going to be somewhat current, uh, even though I have not uh, completed one of the games that, uh, that 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 I will mention. But I have to still mention that. So number three, um, and let me just say, number three is not. Um, this doesn't mean that because it's lower on on, on the list that this this is not a, you know, shouldn't this doesn't mean that it's a bad game or a bad company. I want to mention these people because. Like 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 uh, uh Ramiz said, Bethesda makes excellent games. Uh, of course, we can debate Fallout seventy six because that was a complete disaster. But my number three pick, without a shadow of a doubt, it is Machine Games, the 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 team that made Wolfenstein. Because when they re released that reboot, and that was actually their first game, the reboot of the Wolfenstein game, man, that is still one of my favorite games uh, that I have played. Uh, from the particular generation, I believe that game came out last generation, if I, if I'm correct, or towards the tail end because they re-released it again on PS4 and Xbox One. But that's still to this very day one of the best Bethesda games that I have enjoyed of all the games that I've played, including um, some of the other titles that they've released. That is still at the top of my list as it was an excellent experience. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 is not quite as good as the first game, but it's still fantastic, and I cannot wait until 
Wolfenstein 3. I'm not talking about the one releasing this year because that's not the third game. That's just a, a side game involving his uh, his daughters. But I cannot wait for Wolfenstein 3. But yeah, I have to say Machine Games number three. Number two, <clears throat> this is going to be a little controversial. Um, I have to say CD Projekt Red. You know, I would have made them number one. But the reason why I can't make them number one is because I still haven't finished The Witcher Three. Um, I saw the uh, CD. I saw you know the behind the closed doors footage of um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and I was absolutely blown away by that because I know they primarily specialize in these third person games. So when they did made this decide to make this a first person game, I was just like, yeah, this this looks fantastic. I can just imagine. Uh, based on what little we did see, how detailed and how much this game is going to, 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 to you know, how much is going to be behind this game. I definitely think this is going to be a game of the year contender. It'll be in that discussion right along with Last of Us. And I will also add Anthem is going to possibly on that be on that list as well, uh, based on what we've seen so far. And I could be wrong about Anthem, but, you know, we'll know whether or not that game is actually good next month. But uh, CD Projekt Red, as Gary has already stated, they always put out a high quality product. They all always give you a ton of value for your for, for, for your money. They don't really do the whole microtransactions thing. Yes, they will do an ex expansion from time to time, but it is always 100% worth it. Like even the, the, the expansion content for The Witcher 3, I've heard some of that content can go up to 10 hours. And when you consider the price that you're paying for the expansion for the DLC, it, it, it's a totally, totally worth it in terms of value and everything else. So I do need to finish The Witcher 3. I do need to go back and play all the DLC, but I do think they've done enough to convince me they absolutely are one of the better companies out here, and they definitely deserve to be number two on my list. Um, and finally, number one. This, this is tough. I also have to say Rockstar Games. And once again, I have not finished Red Dead Redemption 2. I think I'm close to getting, I mean, I'm around chapter five. I don't think I have that much longer to go. But I say Red Dead Redemption and I say Rockstar in general because, again, as you guys have already said, every time they release a game, it's, a, it's, a, it's an event. It's not really like just any company that releases a game every layer, like Activision, Call of Duty. Every single year we get a Call of Duty. With a Rockstar game, it takes a while for them to craft and make their games fantastic. So, um, you know, we may not we may not see a GTA 6 until maybe 2023, 20, 24, 25, whatever. And that that would make sense because they're going to take their time to make it as good as it possibly could be. Um, but with Red Dead Redemption 2, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say. The gameplay is phenomenal because there are some issues that I do have with the game, but from a standpoint of the quality of the game, this is something where you can tell they spent a ton of time making this game because it looks fantastic. The story is excellent from what I've played so far. So I definitely think that they deserve to be in this discussion in terms of being on my list for at the very top of the list. Um, I did think about uh, Naughty Dog because of what Ed had mentioned earlier, and Naughty Dog absolutely, positively does deserve to be on this list, but because we still do not know when Last of Us Part 2 is coming out, I can't say for sure that I could add, the, add them yet, because I need some release dates for some of this stuff. 
I need to know for sure it's dropping this year. And they haven't said anything about when this game is dropping. So um, what they've done so far has been excellent. I've enjoyed Uncharted. I've enjoyed even the Uncharted DLC, the Uncharted expansion. That was a great game as well. But um, Last of Us, everybody's looking, for, looking forward to Last of Us Part 2. So until I know when this game is coming out and it's actually coming out, and I know that they actually nail it 100%, I have to say, okay, leave that as an honorable mention for now. But they definitely have done excellent work, so I'm curious to see what they do next. But uh, yeah, my top three, without a doubt, um, Rockstar, CD Projekt Red, and Machine Games. Yeah. Awesome. Great list. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I do want to say if we were if we were talking all time, like if I was talking all time, Bioware would definitely make my list too. So absolutely, I, I agree a hundred percent with that because everything that uh the Rams had to say about Bioware, yeah, man. I mean that Mass Effect that was one of the next to, to Bioshock. That was one of the first games that I really played and enjoyed on the Xbox. And, and 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 I was especially pissed when Microsoft had an opportunity to pick up that license and they decided, no, we're not going to do this. Because I'll be very curious to know how things would be now if Microsoft did pick up that Mass Effect uh, license and Bioware in general, what would, it, what, where, what, would, what would happen now? They for sure would have another franchise exclusive to their console that would have probably helped them even further. But it, it is what it is. They, they didn't do it, so... We are where we are right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. I don't think it would have lasted long, if I'm honest, if they went with Microsoft as it is, but it probably would have been a better route. Like, It probably would have been more freedom for them to kind of do more things that, you know, it helped make Xbox really good. I mean, when the first original Xbox was out, you had Knights of the Old Republic, Jade mm-hmm. Empire... Both really, really fun games. I am both Bioware and both great storytelling games. Then you had Mass Effect, which at the time was exclusive to Xbox 360, and that was just such an awesome game. Mass Effect 2 came out, and that just, I, it's probably one of my most replayed game over and over again that I've tried to keep building characters and try and get certain endings going on, everything. And then, yeah, I guess by the time when EA got the license, which was. I guess around when Mass Effect 2 came out, then they announced, you know, oh, it's multi-platform, and um, <laughs> they wanted to do all these weird DLCs that came out for Mass Effect 2 as well, which kind of predicted like future thoughts of what to expect in the next Mass Effect games, and it got you worried straight away. So, even though, you know, I say regretfully, I put them in my number two choice, but I still hold something special for them because i will always i'm gonna end up buying the game but i will get angry at it or i will just be releasing this big sigh <laughs> but yeah that's just my thought for bioware absolutely excellent excellent so uh any any, any other thoughts or any other studios you guys want to mention before we uh get ready to wrap up the show yeah, uh, Square Enix. Like they would, they would. Oh, yeah. Full time. Now, now, hold on a second. Now, is this the same Square Enix that is currently developing the Final Fantasy game that we still don't know when the hell the uh, Final Fantasy VII uh, re- remake is dropping? 
Yep, I mean, okay, like, <laughs> r right now, Square Enix is questionable, but when you look at all time, like, their legacy is solidified 100%. Yeah. So. No, I agree with that. I was going to yeah. say them as well on my list, but again, I'm comparing it to now recent times and everything, and I'm just like, there needs to be consistency, and Square's kind of falling into that, you know, not really consistent they're just releasing games that look cool and like all right fine <laughs> but they're, they're so cool i mean all the final fantasy games you can well i say all of them but most final fantasy games you look at them and you just like you grew up with that and then you got tomb raider and then hitman as well and everything so it's all working for them yeah absolutely yeah. i agree yeah, so, and uh, speaking of Square Enix, I mean, a certain game releases next week, and I haven't really heard much. Like, I uh, heard I, much I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure what game this, this could be. You must be talking about that Capcom game, Resident Evil Two. Oh no, nah, no, nah, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> 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 I, but yeah, I'm hearing more hype for that than than the other game. So that's interesting. Uh, that, that I'm pretty sure that 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 will change. Because uh, um. If I if I yeah if I check the release date, that Resident Evil uh, game is out on the twenty fifth, uh, so I more than likely will be playing that next week next weekend. But this other game you're mentioning is out the following week on like a Tuesday. So, oh, it is. I thought it was the twenty fifth. Oh no, I think they changed it to the 29th. Oh, okay, um, my bad. So 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 they, they, I, trust me, there will be hype for this game for sure. Um, that is probably Square Enix. Well, no, it's not probably. That is, the, I think, their most anticipated game this year because we don't know when any of these other titles are coming out. You know, Final Fantasy Remaster that'll probably be out when PlayStation Five launches in about two years. But uh, yeah, I think that's that that uh, this other game something having to do with some hearts, uh, some hearts game with, with, with the number three in it. That's that game is without a doubt. I think that is the most anticipated game that they have on their lineup right now for this year. Um, yeah, if I had Ram, to make a guess. Rams said he's looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, and I heard Ed is also going to be getting that on Xbox, so. <laughs> yeah, me, and, me and Ed going to do co-op on uh, that game. I Yeah. No, absolutely. Um I I, I I I do want to make a, a quick comment also of another studio I want to mention and, and and I don't I don't really say this as as a joke because I I am very serious about it, um, and no I'm not talking about the coalition I'm talking about the coalition with the C, because I enjoyed the hell out of Gears of War four I'm looking forward to five because it looks as though it's going to be a different type of direction for the series, um. So I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the franchise moving forward. So I definitely want to mention them because I really enjoyed Gears of War 4. Um, so I didn't want to mention that. You probably got some business with them because uh, they have one game, like their track record. Come on. <laughs> they're not worth much. Oh, they're, you don't think so? It's because oh, they're the man. coalition, man. They, they sh we share a name, that's why. Man, I, man, I, I, th I, th I, th I thought you was, uh, you know, you enjoyed Gears of War 4. I did, but like they got one game under their belt. Like, I can't 
to give them props as far as this list is concerned. Okay, I understand. I understand. Like, you need to have a track record. A track record. Yes, I make sure. Okay, all right. I understand. I understand that. So maybe, maybe to, to, to be determined. To be determined. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, so so any other picks before we wrap up the show? I heard uh, Rams whisper Ukes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, well, Ukes 2K, with, that, right? yeah, with that consistency on the WWE games. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> c- 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 consistently uh, disappointing in some aspects, but uh, still, still a fun game, you know. Still, I, I am going to be playing, you know. I, I'm pretty sure you saw the trailer for Ricochet. They released that the other day, so I will be playing that you know, because Royal Rumble is coming up for the next weekend, so I will be playing uh, some of that game. Well, unfortunately, uh, I think, well, our good friend Carl, he um, bought the latest one, I think it was, or one before, I can't remember. Yeah, the 2K19. Yeah, the latest one. Yeah, that was just not good. Those glitches are, um, <laughs> unfortunately, made the game worse. We couldn't even complete a Royal Rumble or anything like that, so it was, it was unfortunate. Oh, that's but, not good. No. i just probably going to throw it in there really quickly. I'll, I'd say Nintendo, because, yeah, Nintendo's yeah. just been kind of like their uh, standout when it comes to like Zelda and Mario and then Smash Bros. and whenever they do release a Metroid game. Um, and their childhood. So, that's something. That, that, that That's a very good one. <laughs> Yeah, every time they release something, it is of high quality. You don't have to worry about the game having any glitches. At least I, the only issue with Nintendo is the online stuff. I, I but I haven't really experienced that myself, so I can't say for sure it's an issue. I know some people that complained about it, but I don't know if that's something that everybody complains about. So, but Nintendo, yeah, they always put out a quality product. So that's a great one. Um, let me ask a quick question, and I, and I promise this will be the last question I ask. Do you would would you guys and I'm pretty sure Ed is going to have something to say about this. Would you guys at least at the very least give Ubisoft credit for the the creativity? Because I know when they released when they released the first Assassin's Creed, I I remember at one point EA was going to try and buy them out, but they kept saying we have other things we want to do. And ever since that that moment of course, they didn't go with EA, but they have other franchises. They have The Division 2, you have Far Cry, etc. So, would you guys at least say they do deserve to... If I'm not saying they will be at the top of this list, but if it was maybe a top 10, do you think they deserve to be on that list if we're oh, yeah. doing like a top 10? They definitely but, deserve to be in the conversation. Definitely. Okay. Um, I was actually considering them too. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes... They can be inconsistent or a bit shaky, um, mm-hmm. but there, there's no denying that they put out some some great and some classic games. So, um, if we're talking an all-time list, then yeah, they they deserve to be in the conversation. Okay, all right. That's what I was curious because I know Ed, Ed, Ed complained about the uh, the most recent Assassin's Creed game. So, <laughs> okay, so. Finally, so really this time. Any final thoughts before we get ready to uh, wrap up tonight's show? I'm good. Awesome. Good as well. Awesome. So uh, 
first and foremost, I definitely want to give a shout out to uh, Ramiz for being on today, as well as Edward. Um, thank you both for jumping on the show. I think we had a, some very fun discussions throughout. Very enjoyable. Uh, definitely want to thank everybody for tuning into the show. If you're watching live or you're watching later, we appreciate your continued support. Um, and now I'm going to pass out the floor for a shout out. So, Ramiz, do you have any shout outs that you would like to give? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> uh, no, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I'm sorry I jumped in a bit late or whatever. Uh, yeah, just thanks for having me on. I'm supposed to promote my website because that's kind of apparently the main reason I'm here. I don't okay. know. Um, and, and you should remind everybody again what is the the address and, and how they can follow you on Twitter. It is RamizQuadri.com. You will never be able to spell it. And my Twitter is RamizSQuadri. You will never be able to spell it. So you will never be able to find me and you will never <laughs> be able to find my website. But if you manage somehow, then I do design stuff. And if you want some design stuff, talk to me, I guess. I've done some stuff for Coalition. I think they like it. That's, yes. That's what I go by. There we go. Yeah, and for awesome. all you people that can't spell it, just check the description. I'll put all the information in there. There yes. you go. Absolutely. <laughs> but okay. Thanks again for having me on the show. Um, it's always fun. It's always oh, cool. absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Th thank you for being on. Always a pleasure. Um. How about you, Ed? Any shout-outs that you would like to give? I would shout out my website, but I don't have one because Rams took too long with the logo, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had your logo built from 2008 when you were all on a mission and stuff like that. I had you ready, man. Come on. <laughs> man, my last name was misspelled on that fucking logo, man. Uh, you didn't tell me anything. <laughs> That's why I never paid. <sighs> Sucks too. You never even launched a show. Velasquez verified, was it? Velasquez verified games. Yeah. Man. Should have worked. RamizQuadri.com. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Uh and I want to I want to take a quick quick minute to give a shout out to everybody on the coalition staff. Uh give a shout out to uh Dana. We uh do have a new movie cast coming this weekend. There's actually a couple of things I need to watch, so make sure you stay tuned for that because uh, we got to talk about a lot of stuff that went down um, this week in, in entertainment as well. So stay tuned for that. Are y'all going to review Glass? Oh, I, I yeah, I do have something to say about Glass because I did see that. Because uh, oh lord, there's a lot to say about that movie. <laughs> yeah, cool. stay tuned for that. Um, Oh, we'll give a shout out to everyone else on staff. Give a shout out to uh, Tatiana, uh, JJ, Mr. Tony Polanco, um, Mr. Carl Daniel, who will probably watch this show later and complain that he wasn't invited to the show, even though we have said multiple times you could come on the show anytime. I'm, I'm still waiting for him to jump on the episode. We'll see if that happens in the future. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody on the coalition staff for the continued work, support. Um, and Gary, the floor is now yours for shout outs. Oh yeah, so uh, you know, big shouts to our Patreon people. I'm gonna shout out some of them right now. Uh, Mr. M. Collins, Mauricio Aguilar, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Miguel, Antonio Rogers, Sean Gority. Um, and yeah, that's it. So thanks to you know all the supporters. We're working on 
uh, putting out more content for the Patreon people, you know, whether it's timed exclusive or all time exclusive, um, you can look out for more content coming this year. Um, and, you know, just shouts to everyone who participated in the show. Thanks to Rams for being here and Edward. And, you know, big thanks to the whole coalition staff for, you know, doing what they do. Um, you know, we all live busy lives, but we still set aside time to create content for the site and everything. So big shouts to all of us. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Absolutely. Yes. So once again, thank you for all your continued support. Uh, we hope that you have an excellent weekend and uh, we will talk to you all next week.